The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander, and right across from me is the one, the only, the beast herself, Tammy, the Iowa Corn Girl Underwood. Say hello, Malachi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I hate you. Because <laughs> you know how I feel about cornfields. Although I will tell you that when I was in high school, I did have sex in the back of my car in a cornfield. <laughs> Well, thanks for sharing that. Now I'm fucking uh-huh. traumatized. <laughs> Just saying. Then I ran over a cat on the way out of there and made my boyfriend go check it out because I had just seen Pet Cemetery. So there you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're hard on pussy. <laughs> Not as hard as you are, apparently. <laughs> I call it stabbing the cat. <laughs> oh, my God. We give people too much information about you. So check this out. Check this out. I actually have a story about a criminal... That died that I know. Oh, well, that, oh my gosh, you have, an, you have an affiliation or a tangent relationship to a true crime incident like me now? Yeah. Because I have several. So, I mean, not only did I have adjacent to Keith Jesperson almost directly with Cesar Barone, um, you know, and not to mention my incident, but... Yeah, and then it's like there's a couple others, you know, because I knew one of the survivors from Dayton Leroy Rogers for a while. Um, so and yeah, then Dayton wants to lick your feet and hump them. I think Dayton just wanted to is trying to feel me out to see how trustworthy I am before he finally tells me the truth. And then he's gonna be like, "Can I please lick your toes?" And I will be like. No, dude. <laughs> no. That is a hard pass. That is <coughs> that is a hard pass like you hard pass cutting off your tattoos and framing them. That's because I'm not a freak like Jen. <laughs> Fucking Jen, you're a freak in nature. I told you. I still want her ending Kemper tattoo. Just saying. I call dibs, damn it. <laughs> Don't encourage that fucking nut job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So... I'm going to tell you all a story about a a guy whose name is actually Mike Story. Oh. So, I worked... S-T-O-R-Y? Yeah, like a a storybook. Okay. So, I worked with Mike um, at uh, at the trucking gig that I've been at for like 10 years. Mm Mm-hmm. And he worked the warehouse, and he also did some odd jobs around the terminal um, before it got bought out by uh, the new owner. Um, You know, like he would mow the... the, There was a huge field next door that, that we own, and he would mow that. And just, you know, uh, defensing, kind of odd jobs and things like that. Oh, he wasn't a trucker? No, no, no. He worked the warehouse. Okay, gotcha. I thought when you said he worked with you that he was a truck driver, too. No, 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 no. And uh, Mike was a a big, burly biker. Okay. Really hella nice guy to me all the time. All the time. Well, they always are. I mean. Oh, excuse me. Oh. I probably should quit smoking someday. Anywho, I digreg. <laughs> so, I worked with Mike for, when did the first incident happen? Gonna say, six years? Oh, the one you first told me about? Yeah, Mike's story. Right, no, the incident uh, you first yes. told me about. Okay. So, 
we had a, a, a safety guy named Patrick, and I get a text from him, and he goes, dude, you're not going to believe who just got arrested. I'm like, oh, do tell. Mike Story for child molestation. I'm like, wow. what? No. And he sends me the thing, and this was uh, from a newscast. I want to say it was like Channel 12 or something like that. I can't remember. Probably Fox, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Fox. But, uh, so Mike goes, bye-bye. I'm thinking all this time that he was in prison because, you know, hey, man, if you're, if you're touching little girls, then that's where you go. And right. That's, you know, that's, that's the thing. Then Joe Balthazar calls me up. And uh, and I missed his call, so I called him back. He goes, hey, bro, how you doing? I can't do Joel's voice. <laughs> I got to work on that. Dude, you can't do Joel's voice because Joel is, I mean, he's got that. Mexican accent with the California, twi- you know, California influence and the Oregon laid back. Yeah, kind of. He's got like that three. Nobody can do his accent. So I go, what's up, man? And he goes, you're not going to believe this. Mike's story committed suicide. I'm all, what? what? So here's what happened. Okay, and this is this might be a short, short episode because there's not a lot of information. No, but we can, you know, we can discuss the, you know... Our theory behind it. I don't know what happened between the time he left. Now, Joel seems to think he went to work for another company. But I saw the news report, and I can't find it again, unfortunately. Um, Or I I would send it to Joel. But um, I'll try to look for it. uh, But uh, I don't know if he was, like, acquitted or, hey, who knows? Maybe Kate Brown said, you know what? Get the fuck out of here. I don't know. (laughs) Good joke. (laughs) <laughs> Just saying you Choke never... on the pork <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 That was horrible I'm eating chili verde burrito So <laughs> there you go But yeah Choking no. on the pork A pork sword um, And you, normally you don't do that On Sandy Boulevard Anyhow I digress um, I hate you So uh, Whatever the case is He disappears right Okay mm-hmm. no problem No problem and apparently what he did was he went to a, uh, a sports bar mm-hmm. in, uh, in Portland. Okay. All right. On 82nd. Oh. Um, and I think it was called The Last Lap. Or is that where we're playing? No, that's where you're playing oh, in that's, Cornelius. That's a, that's a Cornelius. I haven't here. seen a last lap of all the things I'm doing in, on 82nd. I didn't write this all out because it's such a short story. Right. Um, Anywho's. He stops at the sports bar, okay? He's going in there to rob it. Fails. He takes a woman hostage. Wow. Driving down the road. She manages to escape somehow. I didn't see how. I didn't listen to the interview with her. Okay, I'll admit. I kind of dropped the ball on that. But with the show tonight, I'm kind of on a time crunch. <laughs> right. I was going to say, yeah, because we're running late today. Leads the cops on a fucking chase. All around, like, Marine Drive and uh, 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 Sandy Boulevard, that whole area. You know, your stomping grounds. Um, I'm probably right next to the no-tell motels that you work at. Um, and the cops lose him. Oh, wow. They find him in a parking lot where somebody said, hey, man, this is where I saw this, this dude. He, he, he suffered a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. He shot himself. And he died at the hospital 
Wow. And it just makes me wonder, wow, dude, where did your life go so fucked up? God, see him taking hostages and, and blowing your brains out? Jesus Christ. I Well, and that's just it. It's like, where did the wrong turn come from? Right, right. And don't get me wrong, man. Like, Mike Mike was a nice guy, but I don't think he was the sharpest tool in the shed, okay? He never, well, I mean, I think he had the IQ of a burrito. <laughs> but, that doorknob. Yeah, I mean, but, but that really doesn't nice mean guy, man. That they'll take that road, you know? No, I, I agree. I agree, you know? It's just, it, it, I'm not saddened by it in any way because, no, I, because... I view death differently, but... It's just bizarre, man, because when he was working uh, over at the trucking gig in the warehouse, he was doing great. I mean, he was happy. He got a huge raise, and everything for him was going great. Yeah, exactly. And then he goes bye-bye, and he goes from that to feeling the need to rob a bar and take a hostage. See, and that's what—see, but, okay, this is my thing, is— being charged with child molestation, okay? Nowadays, even if he was acquitted, people who hire people can still Google your name. You know what I mean? Well, he had felonies before that, though, too. Oh, okay. He had been in prison previously, um, and I'm trying to find it. Give me one moment. I'll find it. There we go. Um, in 94... Uh, he was a, a felon in possession of a firearm. He got a one-year sentence for that. In 2000, it was rape, sex abuse, burglary, uh, and then he got 16 years for that. And then he, it says he was released in 2017. I don't think that's accurate. Oh, okay. And what was he released in 2017 for? I don't know. Probably the freaking rape and the abuse and the burglary and the partridge in the pear tree. Yeah, but that would have been the... Well, unless it was longer than six years, like you said, because, you know. I mean, it, but, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear you chirping, Big Bird. Right, right, right. But, you know, so there is that stigma. Even if he was acquitted, there's that stigma. And if he has past felonies. And today, with the job market the way it is, it is still so competitive because, you know, a lot of people are looking for jobs so they can be pickier. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, it, it makes perfect sense. And, but and so. I, I kind of see why some employers won't hire felons, though. And oh, yeah. Not only because there's there's a liability issue. Right. And it depends on what kind of business they're doing, like working with children or working with, you know, patients or, you know, financial things. Because I was I applied for this job with a financial company and. Even though it wasn't on my criminal record anymore because they couldn't go back so far. If but they did a because it was financial, they did a federal criminal check, and they could go back a lifetime. Yeah, yes. and the guy literally told me, "You have the job as long as you pass the background check." I said, "Well," and I was honest with him. I said, "How far back does it go?" He goes, "We do a federal one, so it goes back forever." And I'm like, "Um, this is on my record, but it was so long ago." He goes, "Yeah, no, you can't. You're it's a liability with our insurance company." And that's the whole thing. It's, it's- yeah. You have to, you know, uh, while it is unfair that a lot of companies don't hire felons, it it makes sense mm-hmm. because you at the end of the day, you don't want to take down a company right. just because you hired some jackhole and gave them a chance. Right. Exactly. You know, so, but 
You know, so I kind of see that. And maybe he was desperate. Maybe something happened in his life. He was desperate, needed the money, and had no other, I mean, didn't think he had another option. Yeah, could be. You know, and then panic because he was scared and didn't know what to do. Uh, you know, because who the fuck like, takes a hostage in this day and age? Though? Like, seriously, you're well, not a fucking terrorist. No, but when you get scared and you panic, um, you know, she saw me, she can describe me type thing. You know, Osama bin Mike here. I mean, Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. We're driving down the road going. Well, you know, so there there is that panic, you know, thing, but. It makes you wonder what was going on in his life that he felt the need to have to do that. That's what I was kind of wondering myself. You know, like I said, when he was over working with us, he was everything was fine, man. He was happy as fuck, and uh, you know, we did. We, he have a family? I, yeah, I think he had a girlfriend, but no children. I, honest to goodness, do not freaking. But then again, keep in mind, folks, I can't remember what the hell I did this morning. You, you can't remember what you said an hour ago. But I'm always going to remember you, Ethel. Thank you for giving me a grandma name. Sir, you need to calm down. Security. I mean, shit. So, yeah, I just I thought that was just really freaky. It was really, that, that one hit close to home right there, man. You know, when, you're, when your last option is blowing your fucking brains out. Right. Or, you know, last option is robbing somebody, taking a hostage, and then it goes sideways. So you feel the only thing you have left is to commit suicide. Right. Instead of going back to prison. Yeah. But that, I think that would have been his third strike. I don't know if we have a three strike rule I don't in think Oregon. Oregon. I don't know if Oregon does. I know that you said the Denny Smith law, which was, you know, mandatory sentencing. I don't know what a Dan- Danny Smith. I know Denny's. Yeah, Denny Smith was a long time ago, back in the 90s. Denny's has the Grand Slam breakfast. You're right, they do. And IHOP has Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. Oh, you know, your breakfast. That's me, (laughs) Philly. I'm as fruity as they come, literally. I go into IHOP and say, I have a Scott Alexander today. (laughs) And they go, fabulous, we know who he is. But yeah, so, you know, and... You know, and I guess we could do this episode as a public service announcement, too. Is I that. I suppose, man. Well, no, it's like if you feel like that is your only option, reach out to us. We said it before. You know, reach out to us, talk to us. We might not be able to, like, get to you to help you, but we can talk to you. Unless, you you're, know? unless you're touching kids and jump off a fucking bridge or a cliff. Well, yeah. Or, or I mean, contact us before you actually do it so we can talk you out of it. Okay, I'll, I'll give that, man. You if, know, because I would rather that than, I mean, say, hey, I have the urge, then we can talk you out of it, than, okay, hey, I'll I just did it type yeah. thing. Yeah, I, no, I, you I know, take that. Fine. Fine. Because I believe that if we can stop the action, then, you know, that's better than... But at the same... So, you know what I mean? It's like, there's if there's something going on in your life and you feel your only option is to rob somebody or kill yourself, you know, reach out to somebody. Anybody, and if it's us, fine. I mean, because I check the email like all the time, and I'm up throughout the night, and I check it during the middle of the night too. So, in the middle of the night, she checks my email, and she knows I'm not right because I'm looking for a pussy for sale. No, nothing. You're nothing. horrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, you you do. You wonder where that right turn went, you know, or that left turn. <laughs> I guess it's a left turn when it's good, things go sideways. But yeah. 
Left turn, Clyde. I thought it, I thought it was the electric <laughs> slide, but okay. Dude, hey, did you see me do the electric slide at your last show? No. Oh, my God. You need. You should have been paying attention because uh, John's wife and uh, Tony's girlfriend like got a kick out of it. I don't know if Dawn saw it and got a kick out of it or not because she was sitting there, too, but I don't know if she was paying attention. But, yeah, I was totally doing the electric slide and just like, because my friend goes, you know how to dance. I, I don't have enough tequila and I don't get drunk at the venues. I said, but I do know how to do the electric slide. And they're like, nah. So I showed them and they were like, woo. <laughs> I did the electric slide once. I was changing out one of my outlets and electrocuted myself. I slid right across the floor. <laughs> Dude, my maintenance guy did that the other day. He shocked himself doing my electricity. Yeah, shit hurts, man. Yeah, he goes, damn it. I said, uh, is everything okay? He goes, yeah, I knew I shouldn't have touched it. <laughs> but yeah. I said that about my son's mom. I shouldn't have touched it. I I can't, <laughs> but I just I just feel bad for people that you know that's they feel that's their only option because you know we talked about it. My ex boyfriend committed suicide. Right, right, right. And I mean we had broken up and everything, but I still cared about him deeply. It's just we were in two different places. He wa- he wanted an instant family, and I was still fresh off my divorce, and I didn't want to get married again. That makes sense, yeah. You know, and so we we parted ways amicably and still remained friends. And I was one of the last people that saw him and tried to get him help before he committed suicide. And I still, to this day, hold a lot of guilt that I didn't do enough. Um, you know, even though I made the decision I made to in an effort to protect my child, I feel I still feel like I should have done more. But. Um, it just it just makes me sad that you know he that was his only option. You know what I mean? And yeah, I dig. I dig. Because to me that means you're alone, and you don't think that there's people out there to help you. I think he just didn't want to go back to prison. Oh, your friend? Yeah, Mike. Well, story. your co- ex coworker, I guess, not a friend. Yeah, not so truly much. a friend, just an ex coworker. But yeah, I, I don't think he wanted to go back to the and, butt rake and, motel. And that is a possibility, especially if he had been there on a child crime, because they don't treat those crimes lightly, even in Oregon. Right, right, right. No, yeah, totally. You know, because I told you about the time one of the girls, because the women's prison was not violent at all, except for a couple of times one of the girls, like literally made a shank out of a toothbrush and sliced this bitch's neck in the yard who was there for child molestation. Jesus I Christ, I mean, didn't, man. like, kill her, but sliced her neck, you know, with a razor blade. I'm still upset that I was never child molested because I was a cute kid. Saying. Just saying. Why did nobody touch me? Nobody touched my pee-pee. <laughs> Sad. Which is why you offer it now all the time. That's right. Free Make up for dress. lost time, damn it. Damn right, man. But, yeah, so, you know, so I can't, I can see that. You know, or he didn't want to face his family if he had a family that, you know, face his family and be a loser, you know, type thing. No, I dig. I, dig. I mean, because like I said, my crime happened 30 years ago and I'm still a loser with to the, half my family. But with the amount of fucking jobs that are out there right now. Jesus Christ. That's true, too. That's true, too. And I mean, in common labor type jobs, like, I don't know, like basic <laughs> construction and yard, you know, lawn maintenance and shit. Really don't look at your criminal background as long as they don't have contracts that would violate, you know what I mean? Right. Where you would violate. But they could also make sure that you're not working those contracts. Exactly. So there you go. You ready to wrap this one up? I am. I am. Because I have to go get in the shower and get ready. I need to shake my tissue because I'm a sexy bitch. (sighs) Oh, my God. You're going to. Yeah, we need to shake it, shake it. We have a lot of shit to do. Uh 
This is true. All right, boys and girls, remember you can send us an email at brutalnation at twistedbluellc.com. Check us out on Medium Crime Beat, Beat on Medium and wherever you happen to be getting your blogs from. Go on to Facebook and join the citizens of Brutal Nation. Interact with us and touch my pee pee. Um, <laughs> Jesus you Christ. know what? One of these days, somebody is going to sue you for sexual harassment, even though you don't name the person you want to do it. I'm not afraid of that. I'm more afraid of the fucking like 600 pound guy meeting me at like a venue going, You, you said, said I, I could do touch your pee pee. <laughs> now squeal like a piggy for me. You know what's really funny? It's like you and I literally, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same thought. But I, I, I was joking earlier, and I was telling you, you know, uh, you know, freaking my pee-pee needs to be in a cast, and I'm going to walk around the neighborhood asking everybody to sign my cast. I I couldn't, yeah. You guys, I was like, dude, seriously? First he said he's going to ask people to sign his cast. I said, you're literally going to go up to people like, you know, Chief White Claw and Joel and our other friend, you know, who works with you, and ask him. He goes, hell yeah, I'll just whip it out in the office. I go, I believe you. Well, because it's just a cast. I'm not actually showing him a pecker. It's the cast. True. Sign my cast. Except I think that Chief White Cloud grabbed my ass at the same time. But I died, Greg. Oh, my God. I almost literally spit out my burrito. Damn. Normally you swallow so well. I can't go. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, this show's copyright 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast. Did you say, let's find us anywhere and email us? No. Yeah, I did. Oh, I didn't hear that. I just heard the cast part. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Yeah, yeah. I gave the email address at the very beginning. Okay, I just want to make sure. This, this show is copyrighted. Uh, no, if you find it, listen, you know, dude, let's finish that part. Now I'm confused. Fucking Okay, me. you're lying. What? Did I already give the disclaimer that it's copyrighted? Yeah, but we were talking about if you hear this or on anybody else's oh, okay. podcast. That's where I was going to go to. You interrupted me. Well, because I want to make sure you gave out our email. My I bad. <laughs> if you're okay. hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast, are lying. Thieves and bastards. bastards. And we will talk to you guys later on. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.